0: Yeah, it's our headline segment, and as I said, uh, we head out to the Western Cape. Uh, many of you would recall last week uh, on Thursday, we caught up with Mr. Ngaiba Ang, uh, who is, um, I guess, with the uh, Santaco there out in the Western Cape. Uh, this is on the back of some disruptions, uh, I guess, on the roads and disruptions to the operations of uh, the taxi industry, both for operators and commuters alike. And uh, there was a bit of an issue there with that fish hook route. Over the last while and uh, in tensions that uh, continue to escalate uh, between uh, regulators in that province of uh, traffic uh, and the authorities charged with uh, that particular responsibility. And tonight we have a chance to speak to uh, Mr. Dalen Mitchell. He is the MEC for mobility out in the province of the Western Cape and joins me tonight. MEC Mitchell, good evening.
1: Welcome. Good evening to your listeners and thank you for having me, Aribonga. Thank you very much for
0: joining us, Emisi. You know, last week when we spoke about this matter, um, I challenged Mr. Eng because one of the things that he was raising about what seemingly has given rise to the violence we've seen in the Western Cape, and this is before the violence we saw this morning, um, is the response by provincial and city-level authorities who regulate transport in that part of the world um, to their requests for more permits, um, and I said to them, "Well, look, if if the authorities aren't willing to give out permits, it might be that the industry is saturated." So I want us to maybe start there because he felt that that cannot be the case, and that uh, permits were being issued in a very selective way. T- talk to me about the function then that you play as provincial authorities in the regulation of the minibus taxi industry, and what has given rise to this conflict.
1: Well, I can let me let me. Um Start off with the, the role of the planning authority, with okay, the, 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 the local municipalities, yes, yes. and in this case, the city of Cape Town. Okay. But I want to, on record state, that in the Western Cape, there's not a single operating license that, has, that is pending that has not been issued. Not a single one. And I can say this confidently.
0: So, so you continue to issue these every day?
1: Is that what you said? Well, we continue to issue it based on the the, the supply and demand and based on um, the the regulatory framework. But at this stage, there is no association or operator waiting for, for, for an operating license um, that is pending at this stage. When you say based
0: part. on supply and demand, maybe help us out here because we might not be initiated in that space to understand what you mean. How do you assess that?
1: well the, the the as the planning authority the city of Cape Town do supply and demand based on um, various um, um, mechanisms to to determine um, how many how many vehicles how many how many commuters mm. um, are needed in a particular area and based on that they make a recommendation uh, to the to the provincial regulatory entity and we then issue um, the, the operating license. Oh, I see. Okay. All so right. so it, it, And it, it's not just in the minibus taxi industry. There's various modes and the mm. same, same apply.
0: Okay. All right. So go ahead. You, you were saying the role of the local authorities and then maybe you might come back to your role as well as provincial authorities.
1: Well, well the, 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 the role of the local authorities is to do the, the, the planning um, and the, the provincial government is then the regulator mm. um, based, on, based on the supply and demand. But I can categorically state, on record, that there is not a single operating license pending in the Western Cape. Yeah. What,
0: what's the nub of your conflict, as city and provincial level authorities, with the minibus taxi industry?
1: Well, well. Um. L- last week, um, we received notification of the planned stay away for the for today and tomorrow, mm. based on the uh, decommissioning of the Blue Dot pilot pro uh, pilot project. What um, is that? W- what's that? W- which is this incentivized um uh, program for for eight hundred operators okay. um or minibus taxis that took part in this pilot program because if you if you I mean if you look at um all communication um from all spheres of government, we always say as governments that we want to formalize the industry, we want to professionalize the industry. And nobody has actually taken that bold step to partner with the minibus taxi mm. industry. And in the Western Cape, we did that. We said, you know what, we will put, um, put money to this, we will pilot this, and we will then come up with a business case study to say, you know what, formalization, professionalization actually works. How different so is that to
0: the taxi recapitalization program? I mean, you say nobody's ever done it. So I, so I want to understand how different is it to the taxi recap program that's been done elsewhere.
1: So, so what what we have, what we're doing, what we've done in the Western Cape is we've we've launched this pilot project where, where the industry actually create experience, and based on that, you 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 then get five stars um, if you if you comply, and based on that, you get incentivized um, based on driver and good driving behavior and, okay. and, and response Daylen, from, from commuters. Sorry,
0: let's do this. I've got a spot break nearing on me, so I want us to maybe just pause for a second. We're going to take a quick spot break. When we come back, I want I want you to continue just unpacking the Blue Dot taxi program and what it entails. Seven minutes before 8pm, it's our headline segment here on Metro FM Talk. I'm joined tonight by the MEC for Mobility in the Western Cape. Dalen Mitchell is my guest. And uh, MEC, you were still explaining, so Uh, The Blue Dot program, which I guess is at the center or, as you suggest, the nub of the conflict between yourselves and the minibus taxi industry, allows commuters to rate the services they get based on the data gathered. You then provide incentives. What are those incentives?
1: Well, uh, it's a a financial um, incentive that is being provided. But I think it's before we get to that, I think it's important to to, to speak about the pilot program and, and, and the significant success that the pilot program has has achieved over the last um, nearly 17 months. Now, I, I think it's also important to just on the record or for the record state that when this pilot program was launched um, about 17 months ago, the initial the initial um, um, agreement was that it will only be a nine-month pilot. So we have nearly doubled the time that we have uh, spent on the pilot because we believe in the, the, the information that was, was, was gathered and that it made a contribution. So, I mean, 800 vehicles we we, we managed to fit with the trackers um, to ensure safety that allowed government and the, 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 the owners of, of these uh, taxis to, to monitor over 3.3 million kilometers um, of operations monthly across 150 um, routes, um, we've we've managed to to establish a third uh, like a, a feedback system where where commuters are, are are part of that and and out of that that responses that we've received I mean 82% of commuters felt that they are safer travelling with a blue dot taxi um, 78% agreed that they are that blue dot taxis are better taxis because mm. I mean before you before the blue dot sticker gets uh, um, placed on the on the minibus taxi, and before a an operator can participate, these various checks and and, and balances that that has that was done with mm-hmm. government, the the vehicle fitness, um, the the operator or owner needs to be tax compliant. I mean, the, it, it wasn't just a matter of choosing eight random taxis and say, now we'll just put a tax uh, a, a sticker on. So I mean, so how so, did this so break
0: down? Uh, Dailin, I mean, I get the point you're making, and I think, you know, you've got a very compelling impact story there. But how did this path towards now moving from pilot and maybe scaling this break down? And how did the relationships between yourselves and the minibus taxi services break down to the point of all the infernos and fires that we saw out in the Western Cape this morning?
1: Well, uh, let me let me let me say that um, I, I don't think that there's a breakdown. Uh, I mean, I'm um, in constant uh, communications with. Why
0: why would there be burning of passenger buses if everything is hunky?
1: Well, when 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 the initial um, indication happened that there will be a stay away. That's not a strike, as per the minibus taxi industry. Yes,
0: okay.
1: um, they have distanced themselves. I mean, what we saw today was a, a, and, a, and, a and 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 sadly criminal opportunists use this opportunity to destroy public infrastructure that put commuters at risk. I mean, the the criminal element that we saw today and burning of of buses is something that I I can never stand by and just just watch. And I mean, I've been in contact with the the leadership. They have have also publicly stated that they are not part of it. But I mean, at the end of the day... um, the, the the what happened today can never happen again. I mean, we're going into day two tomorrow, and I mean, I I on record throughout the day, I called upon the leadership to speak to to their members if they if their members are part of this that they that they that they do not continue uh, destroying public infrastructure and putting the commuter. That's ultimately the reason why government and um, and the industry functions is to ensure that the commuter. Experience a safe and reliable public transport system. And, the issue and what we saw today, it didn't happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, 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 I guess you're saying that there are certain elements outside of the compact you've arrived at with the minibus taxi industry that might
1: be responsible for this. But we spoke. Yes, to no, some ab- tar- no, no, absolutely. Yeah. Because so, um, let, mm, let, yeah. let's call it spade. Space. are illegal operators operating in that space. Yes. And that brings me to the next point. Uh, which
0: wait, Dale. Let me ask the question. So, so if indeed that is the case, that it is illegal elements that are responsible for this, it's clear that there are also other areas of concern and disagreement, such as the impounding of vehicles. And we had Santaco coming here last week saying that the big nub of their issue, and it was you know people who are in the leadership of Santaco in the Western Cape who I think you would be in dialogue with, who are saying there's something wrong here. So I'm not sure if... Um, Maybe there's a bit of a broken telephone somewhere, but it does seem on the part of Santaco that they have some big issues that led them to a stay away today, a stay away which ultimately, you know, had massive implications for passengers and commuters. And as I said, with ma- passenger buses being burnt and so on.
1: Yeah, I, I mean I, that's what that's what I wanted to get to. The the, the second part of the concern is the impoundment. Yes, now, yeah. if 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 an operator is driving a vehicle that is not roadworthy, that is off route that puts the lives of commuters in danger, they will be impounded. I mean, that is part of government's, a responsible government's responsibility to ensure that commuters are kept safe and also to protect the, the legal operators. So if an if a, if a operator operates illegally on any route or they are operating with a vehicle that is not roadworthy, they will be impounded.
0: So, so you're saying the issues that Santaco is raising, because I guess it's not some pirate members of Santaco whose vehicles have been impounded enough for the leadership to come on a national station like this and say we have some issues with how the city has undertaken its enforcement. Um, so would you agree that it's not only really just marginal elements in the taxi industry, but even, I guess, members of Santaco who ostensibly you are in dialogue with?
1: Well, well, I, and I mean, I'll, 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 I've said it before, and I'll say it again. The reality is, if a, a operator is operating illegally, I mean, law enforcement agencies will not impound if there is not an illegal um, or if there is not reason to impound. Mm. I mean, I mean, so, 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 from a law enforcement agent, a uh, 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 law enforcement perspective, they must absolutely uh, um, follow the law. I mean these reasons why bylaws are being being adopted, that's laws that needs to be adhered to. I mean the the the, the before bylaws bylaw gets passed in council, the public has an op- a, opportunity to raise concerns with mm. that particular law in so, legislation. Left- so so it's not a, a, a random The decision that has been taken. But now that it is law, the law
0: will be applied. Yes, yes, yes. No, point well made, Dalen. Maybe a last one, uh, Dalen, any message you might have to the operators themselves, but more importantly to many of the commuters who use both passenger bus services and the minibus taxi services. It's day two of the stay away tomorrow. Many commuters are justifiably anxious about what that might mean for them. If what happened this morning is anything to go by, what are you guys going to be doing?
1: Well, let me first start with the commuters. That's ultimately the one that 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 is suffering, um, or, or that's being inconvenient and that is not being able to get to economic opportunities. But more importantly, it's also the grade twelve that, in the middle of the metric exams, that are being inconvenient Emergency plan um, to 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 write the exam. I I I mean I I understand and I I completely um, comprehend the frustration. Um, I, I want to use this opportunity to also appeal to the to the minibus taxi industry and to the leadership to please reconsider, um, and so that we we ultimately ensure that the commuter that's at the centre of all of this are able to get to the economic opportunities, to get to schools, to get to the places of of of, of, of work, and but also ultimately to 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 think about the poorest of the poor. I mean, how many people today were not able to get to work and that will not be able to be paid for the, for, because they didn't show today? The same will happen tomorrow. So my, my appeal is that if there's a, 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 a continuous dialogue, that's how you resolve issues. But I mean, the, the Western Cape government has come forward, has, has, has put money on the table for, for nearly 17 months, nearly 215 million rand because we believed in this partnership. So my appeal again this evening is that let's continue to, with this partnership. Let us not be in the center of this at the expense of the commuters that the minibus taxi industry are providing a service for and that the the, the government are responsible for ensuring that they are, are are being transported in a safe and reliable manner.
0: Daylon Mitchell, thank you very much for your time.